0: All right, bro. We're live. We're in here.
1: All right. I love it, man. Okay, everybody, welcome to Never Get Too Comfortable NGTC Episode 2. Super excited to be talking with you again, bro. Um, Let's start things off with a little booze, though.
0: Let's go. Only way to do it on the NGTC podcast. Cheers to Episode 2. Cheers to Episode 2, my guy. Thank you for being with me. All
1: right, so for the first one we're going to talk about, we were actually talking about this on the phone over the week. Um, It's an interesting thing that I think a lot of people struggle with. I know you and I definitely do because I think this topic has come up like multiple times through our conversations. For other people listening, Manny and I call each other like three times a week. So we're always just like talking about random things, sports, whatever. But it also gets into like a lot of insightful things about our lives. Like we talk about really serious things too. Um, But this is one thing that's come up pretty frequently and that is that we just get really fucking impatient absolutely uh, like with life in general i don't think it's about the small things right like i i don't think it's necessarily about the small things it's more about like the bigger picture in life i think it's really easy to have goals that you've set here your, for yourself and you feel like you need to be there now um you know for example like A lot of life goals that people set out to do, those aren't things you can accomplish like really quickly, right? Like when you're talking about like building your career, um, maybe owning a home, whatever it might be that you have like goals set for you. Those things aren't things that happen overnight unless you get like really lucky or like something great, a great, an amazing opportunity kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, These are things that take like a lot of time and you gotta be consistent and work on those things over like years. Um, I know personally, I get really impatient sometimes because I think about my goals, but at the same time, every time you and I have talked about this, when I sort of zoom out of my life, I realize that I'm way further along than I thought I was, or I'm way further along um, for how impatient I feel. Like, obviously I'm on track or even past that. Like. But for some reason I just get impatient with where I am in life. I think it's really easy to compare yourself to other people. Or it's also easy to like move the bar because there's things that I've accomplished that I've always wanted to accomplish. And then once I had them, I don't even feel like I celebrated that much. And instead I've just like moved the bar onto the next thing. Um so something something we want to talk about because both of us didn't really have a solution when we talked about this earlier this week. I don't think we ever have. We just had like ideas. And I don't think we've always executed them. Like we've had ideas about how we can be less impatient, but we've never really, I don't think I have made like a really strong effort towards becoming more patient with my life. And so I thought it would be cool to talk about this on the pod Mm -hmm. and maybe make some goals together about what we can do to do that. Um, I mean, how do you feel about all that?
0: I mean, yeah, it makes sense. And I mean, you hit on a lot of like really solid points. and it's also it's actually kind of like nice or not nice but it's like therapeutic to hear that I'm not the only one that feels that way like you when you were talking I was like this is literally how I feel like everything you said i I 100% related uh to you so it's nice knowing that and I've realized that like a lot of not whether it's patience whatever it may be majority of the time you may feel like you're the only one in the world that feels that way or has that problem but chances are you know most everyone feels the same way you do. And I mean, that can sometimes, at least for me, make me feel a little bit better, that makes sense. Um, because I know it is surmountable. Um, and sometimes even that I'm just maybe being a little bit more dramatic, or my anxiety is being more dramatic than it really needs to be. Because um, like you said, uh, you know, like you, you feel like you're going nowhere or the tires are spinning, but a lot of times it's, you're at least on track if not even you know beyond try like to reaching your goals so i think it's just really hard day in and day out um it's hard to see the progress but when you know it's just like compound um interest per se um of your efforts that you are kind of going in the, that that right direction and
1: whatnot um, yeah reaching- i thought it'd be really cool to like come up with a few ideas about how we can be more patient in our lives and the one yeah. thing that i think is like Like this goes along with the topic we were just talking about of like, sometimes we are actually progressing, but we're just not paying attention because we have like this one, or we have a few goals that are like very lofty and they're farther down the line and they take time. Right. So I thought it'd be really cool to set like smaller goals for ourselves that lead up to that. That way we have things that we have more things to celebrate. But also on top of that, I think you have to celebrate, like to start. Like I think I'm so bad at that in life. Like, I didn't even go to my college graduation like this was pre-covid like i just i don't know i'm not good at like celebrating and like embracing the idea of like accomplishing something i don't know why that is um
0: but yeah i mean it makes sense i mean to cut you off um but i mean it makes sense um i've i forget where i read it but i read where it's like celebrating not even like achieving something and this is even more important if it's like a big lofty goal like say it's like graduate college okay that's going to be a minimum of probably like four years you really want to wait four years of grinding before you celebrate so it's just like kind of like they said the same way you you should break down your goals into you know more trackable whatever um things you should also like break down your celebration. you shouldn't wait till you're completely done to celebrate you should you know celebrate when i don't know three months in and you're still on track celebrate you know what i'm saying six months in you're still on track um celebrate again you know what i'm saying and then maybe at the end when you've reached your goal you can have some really massive crazy celebration but i did read somewhere where they said that like celebration for celebrating and you know yourself your accomplishments others um is really important in remaining consistent um and so i yeah i definitely think celebrating is important but i do believe you you mentioned that you like have a hard time celebrating. Um, I kind of do too. And I feel like I wonder if that stems from both of us coming from like low income families where it's like, you don't wanna like spend for that celebration or whatever it may be. um, So you kind of just rarely if ever celebrate anything. Um, so I, I don't know how you feel on that, but that's kind of like
1: what came into my mind. I think that um, makes sense. You learn from your parents, right? Like my family, we did exactly. celebrate certain things. Like we always celebrated birthdays and we still do. So my family, we never went out for dinner, which is kind of wild to think about for me now, because like, I'm like, there's so many times where I get off work, I'm just like, fuck, I need some food. I'm just gonna go to this random ass place and I'll drop like a decent amount of money on food, right? Which just seems totally normal. But my family growing up, the only time we went out for dinner at like an actual restaurant rather than like fast food or something, was for birthdays so we did it like five times a year but outside of that we never celebrated like we celebrated holidays of course like christmas whatever but we didn't like celebrate individual accomplishments so much i don't think we ever really did that and then we also never went on vacation my family we never went on a vacation so um that's that's one of the reasons i'm so bad at taking vacations uh like i had like 200 hours at pto when i left my other job uh because i just I don't know, I don't really know how to do it. And now I've been a little bit better about it. Like I know you and I have done two vacations together the past year, Um, but yeah, I need to get better at celebrating. It can even be something small, right? Like going to a restaurant I've been wanting to go to for a while with some friends, just go out for a drink, whatever it is for like a smaller goal. I need to learn how to set those smaller goals also. Like for example, the reason I didn't go to my graduation in college was because I was like, oh, I'm going to grad school in a couple of years. So why do I care? Like I'm just gonna be back in school. So. I just didn't go but that's crazy like i spent four years and i worked my ass off in the library every night till midnight or more like i was i dedicated my life to my studies at the school and then after you know four years i didn't even celebrate which is insane to me now but at the time it made so much sense to me i was like oh i don't want to celebrate because i'm just going to go back to school so let's both work on that for sure what do you think is the best way of like breaking down a large goal
0: to, before i answer that question it sounds like we kind of gotta do something extravagant and something fucking crazy to celebrate college even if it is like oh you college, even though even though it is like two years delayed hey better late than never so that's wow what, that's, not, that's what i'm kind of learning Dallas, we're down? We doing
1: my birthday and my birthday and college celebration? Bro, that, that
0: sounds down? like alcohol poisoning for a week straight so that's okay let's let's go bro okay um, with it let's do it. No, I'm, okay like i was that was to be a joke but also like serious like after this podcast let's talk about shit anyways to your to your point um sorry what was your question to to, um,
1: i was saying that. Like, oh, what's I, a good I, thing i feel like you're better at this than me like we've talked about this before where you're you're much better at like goal setting and things like that i'm much more like i'm all out like i have this one main goal and i'm just all out for it I'm okay with that. Like I I, I'm, I can be very consistent with my effort, but I think I struggle with the idea of like breaking things down well, but I know you're really good at that. So I'm just curious, like what's your, when you're approaching, like making small goals, um, creating a path towards something, like how do you like to break things down?
0: I think it's just like what you just said, like break it down into trackable, like say like my goals, just to throw something out there like uh, two years from now. So maybe like every three months uh, I, I track it like, for example like let's just let's just say money so it's because it's easy math if it's like save a hundred thousand dollars so it's like every three months uh if i want to save a hundred thousand dollars in a year let's just say that um then it's like in three months i can check uh, i would probably need like what's the easy math i don't know eight thousand dollars or some some shit like that i don't know i'm probably wrong but regardless is as long as i'm hitting the you know the marks of being on pace for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, um, I can celebrate because I'm going to hit my goal if I, if I, keep doing that. So why not celebrate? So I would, you know, I would celebrate at three months. If I'm on track, I would celebrate at six months if I'm on track and you get the point, so on and so forth. Um, and I feel like that would definitely help rather than just waiting a whole year or even more times than not, it's longer. than. You know, whether it's college, some ambitious goal, a business—it's usually more than a year. Your your end goal, and that's even more so important to celebrate and just breaking down and making sure you're on track at all these checkpoints. Because um, as long as you're hitting your checkpoints through the months, you're going to hit your goal. The only thing that matters is time. It's literally just being patient and waiting for time to pass at that point. So um, yeah, I would just say just having checkpoints with yourself and if you're in being honest with yourself and um if you're doing both those things then bro go out, i mean yeah go out party go on a vacation go to a restaurant it doesn't have to be extravagant it can also be extravagant live life to the fullest you know what i'm saying um that's one thing i'm working on back to the thing of like not celebrating much because like you said you, you didn't really go out too much besides birthdays with your family um like i remember watching people like you know how Applebee's used to give, like, balloons? I used to see, like, my friends come home with, like, an Applebee balloon. And I used to think Applebee's was bougie, bro. Just because <laughs> it was... And I, and now that I'm older, I'm like, Applebee's is, like, fucking garbage, bro. <laughs> so, just, like... So, I realized from that, I've, like, had a hard time, like, spending money or going out to celebrate. Because, like, I never wanna vac Like you, I never went on vacation. I, I never went out to eat, besides McDonald's or fast food. Um, I never went out to eat with, like, my family or my mom. Uh, so I feel like that definitely stems from that because I'm working on that um, to celebrate more and give myself, you know, grace and not feeling uh, anxious for spending that money because um, it's well-earned. So um, anyways, yeah, that, that's kind of how I would go about tracking my long-term ambitious goals um, is just setting checkpoints up with yourself. If you're hitting them, definitely go out and celebrate, you know what I'm saying?
1: Something that just crossed my mind also is apps. Like technology can be so helpful nowadays. I was just thinking about this because I don't do this enough. Like I don't use enough apps. I'm not a big, like bro, as you know, I don't have social media. I'm not a big like tech person. I like read a lot. I don't know. I just am not super into like this digital world thing, which makes me sound like a total boomer, but it's just how I am. But some apps are so helpful and I definitely need to get into more like apps that can help me with goal setting. For example, I used to have shit uh, credit. My credit was terrible uh, because of a family incident that occurred when I was 18, which was totally out of my control. But basically, I had like the low... I had like a 620. I can't... It was something... I had like a 620 credit score or something. Something bad and bro, 620 is like average you make it sound like you had like a 400 credit
0: score anyway is it average damn yeah, okay. so 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 like, bro, 6, 6,
1: 620 is like not good like it's not good but it's like it's not that bad. okay it's not a good starting place for when you're 18 years old let's just yeah. say that um, so basically uh once i find when i was in college there was nothing i could do about it so i just had shit credit in college and i couldn't do anything about it uh, I didn't have a credit card back then or anything. I didn't want one. I paid for my school with my own cash. Like I I was trying to do everything a different way. But once I got a career and I got a credit card, I was like, man, I really want to like build my credit back up for the future for like when I want to buy a house, things like that. And I need good credit. Or if I ever need to get another car, whatever it is. And so I got this like credit app and it gave me uh like specific things I could do to help my credit, right? Like when to pay off your credit card, like very specific things, like hitting a certain threshold and then paying it off, whatever it is, it gave me like these ways of doing it. And I did that and I like followed these small guidelines of like, I think it was like, I had to pay off my credit card on like the 12th of every month and then like the 29th or something. It was something weird. And I did that for like a year straight or I think a year and a half. And my credit score went from like 620 to like 720 in like a year and a half. And that was like, a big thing for me because I felt like this was like completely out of control like for me, because I know if it was my fault that my credit score was 620, I probably would have felt a little bit differently. But it felt like this cloud over my head where I felt like I was starting behind with something that wasn't my fault. It was just difficult for me to like deal with in a way, even though like credit isn't a big, huge part of my life at that point, it just felt that way. It felt like this rainy cloud over me. So having this like app that just helped me do that for like a year and a half straight was great. And then now my credit just flows around the same area. I don't pay as much attention to it, but it got to the point where I needed it to be. And I've just kept it there since. But yeah, my point is technology is fucking incredible now. If there's an app or something similar to that, that can be helpful for you, that's gonna help you accomplish those goals and set marks for them. I I think it's definitely great to use. Like I remember every time I would see my credit score go up, it would go up like one point or two points a month. And then every once in a while, some random thing would happen where I think it's like I'm hitting like a certain month's in a row mark or something. And I would get like a boost of like five and I would just get hype. It would just happen once a month, but I would just be like super excited. Uh, So it was definitely helpful. I think that if there is an app that's gonna be helpful for someone, they should use it. So, you know, scour the web, look up what other people are using. And if there's an app that you think is gonna benefit you, go ahead and use it.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, I've I've realized that too. um, To the point where it's like I almost have too many apps on my phone because it's like like, there's there's literally an app for everything. Like they're not it's not a lie when someone says that. Um, So it's like I know I have like budgeting apps, obviously money apps. Um, I use like Duolingo to learn. Uh, Italian so like anyways to, to get to the point like there's definitely helpful apps out there It doesn't have to just be for money like whatever you have in mind where you want to like reach a goal on I'm 98% sure that an app has been created for it so definitely use technology to your advantage but at the same time po- at the same time I would say don't get too deep into that abyss um because otherwise you're on your phone 24 7 and that's not good for your mental health and I'm saying this from firsthand uh uh, account um so um yeah it's definitely best of both worlds with that right, um, right.
1: double-edged sword for sure
0: double-edged sword that's that, that, that's the word um but yeah man um what was what was the other thing that we were talking
1: about for for patients um so the big one was gratefulness that's something we talked about last week too which i think real. we both struggle with also man this this shit okay can i go in on gratefulness real quick man it bro is- going on,
0: go in right now bro
1: it just feels like such a like buzzword. And it feels like it's such this. It's such a difficult thing to actually grasp because people will be like, oh, you need to be more grateful. And I feel like it's this, this thing that, that feels very like untouchable for me sometimes, where it's like hard to grasp this idea of like, how do I actually be grateful? Because I can say something, right? Like I can say words about what I'm grateful for, but how do I actually feel it? Like, how do I get to a point where I like actually feel grateful? Because there's things I am grateful for in life. like. know i'm really happy you know sure my family we struggled financially whatever growing up but my parents i never grew up like not knowing that my parents love me but my parents are very loving people i'm really grateful i'm grateful for the group of friends i had the support network i had growing up really grateful for that i'm really grateful i had an opportunity to pay for my college on my own in a very creative way like there's so many things in life i'm grateful for but how do i actually feel that gratefulness like that's really difficult man i feel like one of the only ways is like people talk about i feel like i've heard two things i don't know about you But I've always heard two things, which is one, like a gratefulness journal, basically, where like every night you write what you're you're grateful for. No offense to all the people who do that, but that just sounds like time consuming and kind of whack. Like I'm just going to like, it's difficult to just be like, oh, I'm going to spend 10 minutes just writing shit down that I'm grateful for. And then the other one is like saying it. So you're basically either writing down or saying what you're grateful for every day. I mean, maybe I should just try it and do it, but it just sounds like. I'm just saying things like, how do I actually feel it? I don't know, do you have an answer to that? Like, I don't know how you can just like feel grateful. Is is that the only way? I think I think it's different for everyone if I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, and not just like with feeling
0: grateful, like people feel it and go about it in different ways as with any everything in life. Like to me, like maybe I sound like an ass, but like the gratefulness journal sounds kind of cheesy to me. Kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, don't get me wrong. I, I journal, but I don't like open my, Journal every day for ten minutes, just randomly write. Like, I can see how that works for other people, but for whatever reason, maybe I'm just like wired weird. But like, it just sounds weird and cheesy, and just like, I don't want to do that.
1: Like, bro, um, imagine you just have like a really romantic night with your girlfriend or something. You're like, oh wait, hold up, it real quick. Let me like write my journal. Let me write my my ten things I'm grateful for. Like, I don't yeah. know, it's just difficult. Or like, oh, I just went out partying with my friends. I get home, I'm fucking like, I'm still tipsy, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta write my gratefulness journal. Like, I don't know, it's just like a difficult thing to be like. Like I, it's absolutely. it's completely different than other things I can do before night that I feel like are really helpful for me. Like for example, I really like to read before I go to bed for thirty minutes because that's something like I actually enjoy. Um, but like, let me just write in my journal for ten. I don't know, man. It's cheesy. No, I I agree. I'm happy it's not just me that
0: feels this way. Like I think journaling, like I journal like my day or what's like if I have a lot of anxiety about whatever or just like my day, I journal that. But just to like sit down for ten minutes and just like. Right, what I'm grateful for. Don't, not, not saying I'm not grateful for a ton of things, and I'm very grateful. It just sounds cheesy. Anyways, to get to the point, what I have realized how I can feel grateful is one thing is just living in the present, bro. If I live in the present and I just look around me, I can see like so many things I'm grateful for. And I just, I honestly really bring it down to like bare bones shit, where it's like, oh, I have money. Oh, I have a roof over my head. I, and this might even sound cheesy, but it's just like you know. uh even just like my own crib like and i'm able to like design it the way i want i'm grateful for that because once upon a time a few years ago i i was like yearning for that i wanted that so badly and now it's fucking here you know what i mean i have my own crib it's like my own space i feel like amazing in here um it's like sometimes i'm like like i'm oh uh kobe my dog it's like i used to want a dog my whole entire life now i finally have a dope dog um, so just, like, I just literally live in the present, and I can look around, and that's, like, my live gratefulness journey, uh, not journey, uh, journal in my head, where I can just, like, look around, and I'm just, like, seeing so many things from past me would be, like, so happy that I, I have that now, um, and I can just break it down to the bare bone. Like you said, like, sure, I grew up with a single mother, but like you said, she's over the top, like, she actually loves me, like, some people don't have that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, uh, yeah, just for me it's like living in the present or just like meditating where i can feel the most grateful
1: that makes a lot of sense i'm actually happy you brought this up because i feel like i have a way of showing gratefulness that is kind of like you it seems a bit unconventional and i think the difference that we're talking about here is like it's like actions versus feelings right because for example like i'm really so like we've already mentioned before like growing up in our childhood like i i grew up in a uh tough socioeconomic situation, I guess you could say. And so a lot of my friends were in similar situations, friends from school, uh, friends from my church, whatever it was. Uh, And so now my work is I, you know, I've had people in my life who struggle with mental health and also addiction and things like that too. And now my job and my career that i specifically chosen over other higher paying jobs is I do a job where I do social work for psychiatric patients. And it's something I'm really passionate about. And I feel like that's a way of me like giving back to people um, who are in situations that I feel like I might have been in, in the past, right? Like I'm specifically choosing a career where I dedicate eight hours of my day towards helping people who are struggling with mental health, struggling with poverty. Uh, and I feel like in a way that's gratefulness for me. Like I'm like, I'm so grateful for where I am now. And now I have the opportunity to help people. So let me take this regardless of me making less money than I could be doing other things. So that's incredible. Like, I feel like that's a, a, a way of like me having gratefulness that I'm putting into action. But regardless of that, I don't know I, that I like feel grateful. I feel like that's the main thing I'm talking about. It's like, how do I, I feel that? It's funny though, because we're both ending on the grateful journal, right? And yet we both struggle with feeling grateful and we've never actually given it a shot. Bro, would you be willing to do this with me? Like, fuck 10 minutes, but it could even just be one thing. Like, what if you and I, for one week, and then we, on our next pod, we could talk about whether or not it actually made a difference. Like, what if we both did a grateful gratefulness journal, you know, for one week, where you and I just, just one thing. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be 10 things. What if you and I just wrote one thing we're both grateful for every day? Would you be down? And then we'll report right. on it. And if it's cheesy as fuck, we can literally just come in next week and be like, yo, that shit was cheesy as fuck and it didn't do shit. I'm down. Find out.
0: I'm down, but let's do five. I feel like one's easy. You can bullshit, you can even bullshit one. But five, it's like, I was even gonna say 10, but I'm like, all right, let's chill. Let's go five.
1: All right, let's do five, fuck it, I'm down. Let's Let's be real, one week.
0: Let's be real, one is so easy to bullshit. So it's like, let's let's, let's make it slightly challenging, just slightly, five, five a day. And let's do this, you can't say the same thing. Bro, okay, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like it'll help both of us. Okay, and bro, bro, let's be real. Maybe it's cheesy. You're right. Maybe it's whack. It could be. And if it is, we'll we'll call it out. Or call it as it is. But I feel
1: like it's slightly challenging, but it also can be very beneficial. If it actually works, that would be crazy because we were just talking so much shit about it. (laughs) I know, right? let's, Let's actually find out, man. I'm down. Let's try it for one week and we'll report on the results. We'll let everybody know. All the listeners who have thought about doing this and are like, fuck that. That's some corny ass shit. I'm not going to do that. We're going to do the experiment for you and we will report next week and let you know if this shit actually works. I'm down. I can already
0: feel the cheese, bro. It's cheesy as fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, there was one other thing I want to talk about because you actually brought it up, which was like being in the moment. Like you said, that's a way of you being grateful. Like, I guess you could also put it as like being mindful, maybe. How do you work on that? Like, how do you become present? How do you become present, bro? Just like your senses, bro. I struggle. I your struggle senses. with this.
0: I, I struggle with this shit a lot, especially with like. I'm not gonna lie. Like, back to the point of like, you know, you're not on social media. Like, there's pros and cons to that. I think for me, like, I almost have to be like, I have to be on social media for my job. Um, but I, I don't know. It just I, I've realized a lot. It's affected my mental health um, for many different reasons, anyway, that's a whole different podcast, but whenever I am feeling just, like, anxious, or, you know, I want to be grateful, you know, I'm I'm worried, I'm not, I'm impatient, so anxiety comes in, um, I just, like, take it, I just try to go to, like, the roots of shit, I just, like, think of, like, how do I feel right now, like, what am I feeling, like, I feel like my feet on the floor, I feel like my hands touching, my fingers touching my other finger, uh, and this might this might eat, talking about cheese this might smell cheesy i'm just so i'm just like what What do i currently smell i'm like oh look at kobe uh so i'm like and then i just try to like take in my surroundings because like i feel like it's very easy to overlook the present because there's so much going on in your head but if you just like for a moment just step outside of your head and just slow down and i'm also talking to myself than anyone else if you just slow down for a fucking moment and just look around you um there's many reasons to be grateful and and so anyway, anyways
1: that's just, that's kind of how I
0: kinda go about that.
1: that so it's is it kind of like a check-in where it's almost like you've been like going about shit, you kind of feel caught up in whatever's going on, the future, the past, like social media, digital shit, and you kinda are doing like a check-in with yourself and you're like, Oh, yeah. I'm here. This is what I feel. This is what I smell. This is what I take, Like you're kind of like checking in with yourself to remind yourself that you're like in a certain place. I guess. Yeah, because like like you
0: said, like you said, the digital world. Let's be real. It is. It's a different world. It's a different dimension. Not to get like too like crazy talk, but uh, it's like when you're like on scrolling on Instagram and then you're on like you you you're, you're in that world. You're not like
1: in the physical world. If that makes any fucking yeah. sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, like even if you're physically present in a certain place, your mind is completely like your full attention is on your phone. Like, especially the way things are built now, like psychologically, like, like, you know, images and videos are created to be, like, addictive and, like, exactly. you're, you're, like, completely caught up in this other world, even if it's just on this small little phone in front of you, you're more present inside of that digital world. rather Yes,
0: than present. I'm more present inside the phone than outside, and it's very easy to compare yourself to others, like, especially on Instagram. I know this is a very popular topic where it's, like, I'll see someone successful younger than me, and I'm, like, wow, I'm such a failure because this person is three this many years younger than me but they're they've already reached what i haven't reached yet or they've reached my goal you know like the typical like 25 year old with a lamborghini or whatever it may be and it's like okay if he's 25 and he's reached there or he's passed you know he's not better than me but that means i'm a failure and then i just go down this rabbit hole and anxiety seeps in and anyways we just go down this very dark
1: rabbit hole really quick can i say something go for bro just for anyone who's listening that needs to hear this it's it's probably a little bit like easier for me to live by this because I don't have social media, but I always say this don't compare your game tape to someone else's highlights for exactly. people who, watch, who are watching sports. Like everybody knows there's, there's always a player that looks so good on highlight reels and stuff, but their actual game, it's like pretty bad. Like Gerald green, like he like wins dunk on, he's like windmills in games and stuff. But he's, he's just like a bench player, but it's like, instagram is always someone's highlights of their life so you never know what they're dealing with outside of that but it's so easy to compare yourself to someone's highlights and you're comparing your game tape which is like full tape um so for anyone who needs to hear that i just always like to remind myself of that whenever i i feel like a little bit envious or things like that i always just say i can't compare my game tape to someone else's highlights because i have no idea what they're dealing with in real life and it's probably a lot more difficult than i think but anyways that's, that's your-
0: 100 bro thank you for sharing that that's 100 percent true um and yeah like everyone deals with anxiety and things you don't see behind closed doors and um so it's very easy only you know like a hundred percent of your life and what you're going through and that's why it's so easy for you to think that it's just you and everyone else is living this dope ass um high life and you know on vacations or whatever um and uh, yeah, so I've, I've just worked on like disconnecting myself from that and just realizing that it's like and a lot of times let be real on Instagram, it's false. It's just a flex, you know what I mean mm-hmm. So um, back to the point of, yeah, so I just realized so I like when I snap out of it that digital world or whatever, then I just try to like remind myself what I'm grateful for that I'm on track, like it could be so much more worse or whatever. Um, and then just try to be grateful for what I currently have and realize that it's their highlights. I shouldn't be worried about it. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, that's kind of how I come back to like the present and just... Reduce my anxiety to some extent.
1: I I actually like that you talked about like the sensory side of things, even though it did. It honestly did sound a little cheesy, bro. Uh, I I really like that, bro. (laughs) Italians, we love our cheese. No, I actually really like that you brought that up because it reminds me of something I do that I actually think does make me feel more present, but I didn't notice it until you told me that. Which is, uh, I know, I know you know that I do this. I love doing this, which is I like going on walks. It's really hard for me in the winter, but I still do it because, like, my neighborhood's very walkable. And I prefer to, like, walk to restaurants or bars or, like, the grocery store when I can. Uh, it's difficult in Portland. It's fucking raining all the time. But still, I love going on walks. And in the springtime and the summertime especially, like, I go on, like, three walks a day. Uh, but something I do when I'm walking is people never do this. But I swear, for people listening, try this today if you're ever outside, is to look up. I know that sounds really weird, but when you look up, like if you're in the city or if you're in like somewhere in nature, when you look up, like just straight up, it's so beautiful usually. Like the sky, the trees, the buildings, everything looks so different when you look at things vertically. Like our perspective is always so horizontal. I know this sounds weird, but I swear. Bro, it's not weird. It looks gorgeous, but not only that, it looks like a different perspective. Like the perspective is just something you're not used to. Like you don't look at things vertically normally. So when you do that it like kind of brings you to this weird place where you feel very present and i love doing it when i'm on walks because there's just something about trees like when i'm walking through the trees it's just like when you look up it's just fucking gorgeous but it also works in the city especially when you're around like tall buildings you just look up and your perspective completely changes and when you do that it's very like reminding like it reminds you you're like oh i'm here like i'm doing this it feels like very like i feel very mindful and present when i'm doing that so if whoever, whoever's listening next time you're on a walk just look straight up i swear it's great Uh, bro i'm
0: I'm so happy you said that because i do like i do that too and what i like to do like what i like to do is i like to think like beyond up if that makes any sense so like i look at the tree line then there's a sky then there's space then there's other planets maybe i'm getting too trippy and too cheesy but whatever we're gonna layer on the cheese today um and, I just, and then I realized how small I am. And I'm just like, I think I have all these problems that are, like, world-changing. In my world, they're world-changing. But in the in the grand scheme of things, they're not shit. You know what I mean? Right. So just, it makes me feel smaller, which is a good thing. It's, like, humbling. And it's like, okay, my problems aren't as crazy as I think they are um, in the grand scheme of things. So uh, I 100% agree with you. Like, especially, like, looking up at, like, skyscrapers, it's, like... This thing is huge it could crush me like no sweat um and yes i'm so happy you brought that up because i do think that's very like almost therapeutic um to do that um and that's that's awesome bro
1: it's funny how like random little things stick with you through life that you wouldn't expect like the only reason i do that thing is because i was at a summer camp once and we were on a hike and I remember we were in this really gorgeous part of the woods where there was like this river and this little like log like it was just a log thrown over the river that we were supposed to cross <laughs> um and i was like pretty young i think i was in like eighth grade or something And i just thought it was like so beautiful i was going i remember now it was the summer going into my freshman year and i just thought the whole thing was so beautiful i was like man this place is gorgeous i was just like talking up the whole thing i was like oh i love this like this hike everything i was hyped and then my team leader for my summer camp he was like hey man if you want to see something really beautiful look up and i was like okay and, I up, and it Amen. was it was just like gorgeous like the clouds were out but the like trees were glistening in the sun everything was just so beautiful he was like yeah man when we're walking like every so often just like look up trust me bro i was like okay and then i just started doing that like at random times in my life i remember like i'd be anywhere in the city with my friends and sometimes i would just look up but uh yeah it's funny how like little small things just kind of stick with you. I like the way you brought up about the universe though. I really do think that like, and we've talked about this before earlier in the pod, it's just like, you take a step back, like I would encourage anyone who has a really big goal, who's struggling and feeling impatient like we were, to like, take a step back and actually look at your current progress. Because as long as you are working towards something and putting in actual effort, usually you're further along than you actually think you are. Like, for example, I get really impatient because I really want, to like just speaking career-wise right now really quickly for people who want to get to know me more like my big goal in life right now is I want to be either like the head of a psych hospital or like one of the main leaders of one or one of the main leaders or head of the psych department in like a major hospital system or like social services mental health whatever some some division that's like really big that goal is ridiculous like that shit's going to take me so long to do and I get really impatient but when I think about it I started working in mental health three years ago. I got, let's see, one. I got three promotions at my first hospital within a one and a half year period, or actually two years, like almost two year period. I got three promotions. Then I got a ridiculous job offer from the best hospital in Oregon, like after that last promotion, like probably six or seven months after that last promotion. Now I'm at a job that's way better than my previous one. Like when I take a step back in three years, I have made way more progress than I ever thought I would. Next year I'm applying for my MBA program. Uh like I've made so much progress, but sometimes I'm just like, man, I don't have the things I want. Like there's I want to have a higher impact on the mental health world. I want to be someone who can like make actual change. I get really frustrated with the system because I feel like a lot of leaders in Oregon in the mental health world are just very complacent or just complain about how the government doesn't do enough. They make a lot of excuses. I really feel like, I mean, this is honestly like most fields in, in America, I feel like, or or areas that like need help. Like they just need more like young people who are more creative. Like I feel the same thing about politics, right? Like I'm just like, man, why can't we just get all these old people out of here? Like we need people who are more creative, who are gonna bring like problem solving. Like it always just feels like complacency. Um, and I feel the same way about like mental health in Oregon where I'm just like, we need like young people to come in and who people who understand the system though, of course, but we need people who like wanna make change. We need people who are gonna make like big decisions and not just be complacent and safe. Uh, And I I just struggle with like the fact that I can't do those things right now. But like I said, when I do look back at the past three years, I've made so much progress. I should be so happy and grateful for those things. Um, So, you know, if you have a big goal and you get frustrated with where you're at, I really encourage you to take a step backwards. Not take a step backwards, take a step back, like just from the whole idea of where you wanna be and look at how you've progressed I would not be shocked if you have accomplished a lot in the past few years and you're actually further along than you think.
0: I 100% second that, bro, because like we think, like I said, day in and day out, it's just so hard to like see um, the progress. But like one thing I've heard a lot is just like if you win the day, if you win more days, let's be real, you can't win every day. Everyone has bad days. But if you win more days in the week, um that means you win the week if you win more weeks in the month that means you win the month if you win more months in the year that means you win the year you kind of get where i'm going with this so just like it just focus if you can like break it down to like just win the day you're like you're going to achieve where you want to go and um you just have to be. That's why, like, discipline and consistency is like so important. Um, it's things we all struggle with. It's things I struggle with. It's things I still struggle with. Um, and I don't think. Let's be real. I don't think you ever completely master it. Um, again, it's just as long as you're majority of the time being disciplined or consistent that you're you're gonna get there. Um, and like you said, it's taking a step back and just kind of looking behind you and seeing how far up the mountain you actually are like maybe you're not at the peak but you look behind and you're like damn i came all that way holy shit. um and so just like slowly but surely you're you're climbing mount everest or whatever it may be um i, I know I, I feel that way i definitely feel like i'm not doing as well as i actually am but when i look behind i'm like damn i've come a long way even just even just since moving to dallas and i've only been here a year and a half my guy and just like shit i've done a lot in a year and a half doesn't feel like it but when i look behind me i'm like damn that's
1: a decent amount of progress bro you have i've obviously we've been keeping up with each other this whole time so it's been crazy to see your growth since you moved to dallas like it's been a whirlwind for both of us for the past couple years but i mean you got out of a tough situation in minneapolis you started a new life like going to a new city is tough like that's so hard i know when i moved to portland and portland's like close to seattle which is where i moved from but even then like when i moved to a new city it was so difficult you moved like way across the country uh and i mean it's been really impressive to see you grow in uh, a completely new city
0: yeah no it's definitely it's definitely tough but i recommend to anyone listening i totally recommend it um if that's something you want to do of course like i think moving to a new city is just it's life changing bro. bro it's we not a... talk
1: about that on another pod because honestly like moving to a new city i feel like you really figure out like who you are i figure out one yeah <laughs> You grow up really fast because when you have Ooh. like the comfort of like your friend network yes. when you have like like you're so comfortable in this city it's really easy to be complacent but it's it's not just complacency about the things we were just talking about it's more so about like growth right like individual growth understanding yourself like you get really comfortable and when you move to a new, new city you don't have those safety nets and you, you have to like grow up really fast and you have to learn about who you are. It's a really insightful journey. And I think anybody who, I mean, I think it's always cool when people are like, Oh, I've lived in this city, my whole life. I was born here. I grew up here, but like realistically for most people at some point in life, you, you have to move. So uh, I think it's such a cool experience. It's been such a journey for me. I feel like I've grown up a lot. Uh, we should definitely get into that on a pod. If you guys want to hear that, just let us know. We can definitely go into this on a podcast. Like a quick guide, like a quick guide on on uh, like things to do, how to navigate moving to a new city, like great ways of making new friends, things like that. Whatever.
0: Bro, let's transition this into bro, bro. the next then. The
1: next podcast. Let's talk about moving to the
0: new city and the, and the benefits. Um, do we do we have uh, anything else for this
1: podcast? No nah, man i think we're good next, we, next podcast I, I think it's we're the perfect transition, life transitions bro. like dealing with change life transitions new cities all that stuff i'd be so down to go into that okay so let's just finish this up man it was such a good pod uh, everybody like like and subscribe we also have a uh sports podcast we do you can check that out too it's called ngtc sports it's mostly just small clips about whatever is happening in sports current events um and then we're going to be doing this pod every week uh do you have anything you want to say manny
0: yeah, to Hudson's point, uh, we have a little side podcast we mostly just do for fun, highlighting sports uh, news. Recently, it's been NFL news, um, NBA, um, all that type of stuff. It's, 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 uh, on, it's on YouTube, so check it out on NGTC Sports. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. We're going to be covering the, the Niners and Eagles and Chiefs and Bengals later today. Um, yeah, I think if you're into sports, I definitely say you should check that out. But, um, yeah, I think, thanks for tuning in and, uh, checking the podcast out with us.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Peace.